Welcome to the Ben Beard Show, brought to you by Redcliffe Homes. We're bringing you local business owners to discuss life and business here in the Mesilla Valley. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Ben Beard Show. Today our guest is Jen Baca with Precision Precision Mortgage. It would help if I could say precision, wouldn't <laughs> it? It's a tough it? word. I know, right? Especially on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so Jen, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you come from, and how you got started in Precision Mortgage. Okay, so my name is Jennifer Baca. I am a native of Las Cruces. Um, got started in mortgage the same way everybody else did, by accident. Nobody grew up and said, I want to be a mortgage person. Um, <laughs> there's some <laughs> left turn in a career that lands you here and you don't leave. So I actually started working in real estate offices when I was 15 years old. Wow. And I thought, wow, this is so cool. They have car phones. It was the 80s. <laughs> and uh, so I decided I was going to grow up and become a realtor because okay. I wanted a car phone. And I was a realtor for several years and strange left turn in my real estate career. Joe, my husband, who is my business partner, was in a very, very toxic job. Our, this opportunity presented itself. I'm like, hey, we could do a couple of loans a month, get you out of that job, have some disposable income, life will be good. 22 years later, this is what we do. Wow. So, I mean, it was just very, we'll do this kind of on the side, part-time, life will be good. So you were planning to continue to being a realtor? Yeah, I gave him a year. I'm like, I'll help you get this company up and going, and then I'm going to go back and sell houses. That's what I love to do. You bring the buyers, he, he gets the yeah, mortgages. never went back. Wow. Um, it's just, it's become just who we are. We love it. Awesome. We love our customers. It's really scary now. We've been doing it long enough that we are doing multi-generational loans. <laughs> Some days I'm like, where's my cane? Where's my cane? You were just a baby and now you're buying a house. Um, so, I mean, that's been fun. And we've had a lot of amazing opportunities throughout our career where we've been able to branch out into other states. And, yeah. you know, it's it's been great. So where else? I, you mentioned Las Vegas. So, yes. So we have a branch office in Las Vegas, Nevada. And my Vegas office lends in Nevada and California. Wow. Here in New Mexico, we are licensed in New Mexico and Texas. And we're getting ready to open a branch in New Hampshire. Wow. <laughs> like, just just a little ways just, down the road. Just down the street a little bit. So, yeah. How, how did that come about? So, we had a loan officer here who relocated to New Hampshire. Okay. And I told him I could put you with another branch through our main parent company. Or you can stay with us. He's like, I'm not leaving you guys. You've taught me everything I know. Love you guys. Well, let's do this. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Wow. So, and our plans over the next several months is to start finding different locations around the, com- the country to where we can open offices. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, finding loan officers and a team that's as like-minded as we are, very customer-centered, problem, sol- problem solvers, that's what we're looking for to take the sting and the fear away from mortgage from consumers. The yeah. average consumer is very afraid of coming to get a mortgage. Sure. So. What are some of those kind of typical fears that you see with your clients? Um, the unfortunate one that just drives me crazy is the young first-time home buyer who feels, I'm going to go to my bank because that's where I deposit my paycheck, and they don't get great answers. And it might not be a bank. It could be another broker, another mortgage banker. It could be anybody. And they may not be ready yet. They need some coaching that, okay, we need to handle our bank accounts this way. We need to pay down these credit cards. We need to you know, create this savings plan so we know that you'll be a, a successful homeowner where they just look at them and say, nope, sorry, and don't create that roadmap. So by the time they get to us, 
they're scared and they think they're never going to have that opportunity. So, and what's worse to me than that is how many people never come back after that first no. So we preach uh, not a no, but how. And I love my first time home buyers or people who've had divorces, bankruptcies, you know, just life has happened. I'm like, if you're thinking about getting back into home ownership or starting home ownership, come sit down and talk to us. Let's create the roadmap. Let's figure out the how, why, and where, and how you're going to get there. So I think that's been very key in our career. And that's kind of what started is when we bought our first house. I was a realtor. I knew everything. I knew nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I went to my bank, talked to who I thought was going to be the best person. And by the time we got to closing, nothing was what they told us. We were scrambling at the last second, trying to find more money to close. The interest rate was higher, trying to make the phone call going, what's going on? This is what we talked about. We're at the closing table. There's a backup cash offer on the table. We're in a moving truck. What do we do? No answer, no answer, no answer. So we signed. We found the money. We made it happen. I mean, we were young, inexperienced. And the next day, when I walked into her office, I said, what happened? She goes, well, if it was wrong, you shouldn't have signed. And I'm like, but you didn't call me back. I called and called and called. I was at the closing table. So from that experience, Joe and I said, if we're going to do this, we're going to make sure that we treat every customer just like we were those people that day who didn't know what we know. Mm -hmm. We put ourselves in your shoes. What is your life experience? What is our knowledge to help you make the right decision? We sit down at closing with every customer. That way, if something is wrong, something doesn't match, we're right there to solve it at that minute. Wow. So I think that's That's why we've been doing this so long. So you guys actually go to closings? We actually go to closings. If they're in town, if they're out of town, whoever, whatever the loan officer is that's attached to that deal has their schedule blocked. Title company knows, customers know, anything happens, you pick up the phone, you call us. And we're right there to solve that problem. Oh, that's amazing. Not that there's generally a problem at closing, but... If there is a question, we want to be able to handle it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, what a terrible experience for you to have, but that's an amazing story for you to set you up for what you're doing now. I was mad for a while. Yeah. And then I got to this side of it and I'm like, no, this gave me this opportunity to understand where the consumer's coming from and to treat everybody. You don't learn how to handle your credit. You don't understand what debt to income ratios are. You're not taught that unless you live in our world. So... That's our job, is to teach you that. You don't know what kind of loan program you want to go on. You need somebody to sit there and say, these are the programs you qualify for. Let's see what fits best. Mm-hmm. So that's we like empowering our consumers so that they know what they've got and they become successful homeowners. Yeah. I was just talking with my team this morning about, you know, if you say, if you say I can't do it, well, you're done. But if you say, how can I do it? It's, right. It opens up this incredible world of possibilities. and Or my, I've heard this question recently several times in different books of, if it was possible, how could I do it? Right. And then and how then do you find do it? these creative solutions. Yeah. Um, somebody asked me the other day, they're like, explain to me what you do. And this is a very good friend of mine who watches my daily life and sees the struggling and the juggling. And I was like, okay, picture a jigsaw puzzle. And it's all variant shades of red. You've got to put this together. You don't have a picture to go off of. There's no border. And you've got some extra pieces and some missing pieces. That's putting a mortgage together. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's the best way I have to describe it. I mean, we are problem solvers. We put, we, 
we fix problems customers don't even know they have in ways they will never understand. Wow. So so you guys are, are typically working with kind of maybe late first-time home buyers that have been scared off, been renters for a long time? and It's everywhere. I, so a lot of them is that. We've got a lot of <clears throat> move-up buyers, a lot of great customers who fourth house, lots of money, disposable income, savings, great down payment. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. We're going to treat everybody the same. I mean, that there's going to be something that comes up that they're like, well, I didn't know. I'm like, of course you didn't know. That's why we're here to tell you. And this is how we're going to get through it. Awesome. So, awesome. yeah. So that's kind of a little bit of who I am and how we got here. That's amazing. <laughs> so going back to when you first started, what yes. was the biggest obstacle that you had to overcome in getting your business started? So that was back in late 90s, early 2000s. So in Las Cruces, we were at that point, we were mortgage brokers. And it was very common to see brokers back before the housing crash. And Las Cruces didn't really have a lot of brokers at the time. So people didn't understand what a mortgage broker did versus going to the bank. And I was like, well, we do the same thing. This is just what we do. Fast forward a few years, housing crash happens. Broker's not where anybody wants to be anymore. You want to be a banker. So we switch our licensing up and we do that. And again, same thing that if you walk into Wells Fargo Citizens, Bank of the West, they're doing the same thing we're doing. This is just all we do. You'll never make a deposit to me. If you do, the name is Jennifer with two N's, and I'm going to go shopping. <laughs> so so for those that aren't familiar, a broker is what? Just basically someone that goes and shops multiple banks shop for multiple, you. They shop multiple services or uh, servicers for you, and they don't lend their own money. They don't underwrite. So their responsibility, they're a middleman. Mm-hmm. is what it comes down to. So when we get to mortgage banking, yes, we have our own money that we are lending. We are underwriting the file. We are guaranteeing the file. And we are tied with that file, like right down to the loan officer, mm-hmm. till that file is paid off. If they take 30 years, that loan officer is on the hook all 30 years to make sure nothing wow. goes wrong. So we take a lot of responsibility in that. Wow. We have a lot of education that we have to do every year. Um, each state requires different levels of it. So depending on where we're going and what states we're lending in depends on how much more education we do. So. Okay, cool. Well, what is your favorite thing about living in Las Cruces? The weather. Who doesn't like a 110 degree day? Absolutely. <laughs> right? I don't like the I'm like, we have so many days of great weather. Yep. I'm like, it's, we're almost at the middle of October. I'm still getting into my swimming pool. Yep. And not complaining. I'm like, yeah, we have excellent weather. Yeah. No mudslides, no tornadoes. I'm like, you know, you can't no ask for a better place. Yeah, yeah, no earthquakes. Well, El Paso had that one a couple of years ago. What was it, a 1.2? Yeah. Lawn chair got knocked over. I heard they rebuilt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so, Jen, what is your vision for the future of Las Cruces in, say, 5, 10, 20 years? Oh, that's a really good question. I mean, as we all know, Las Cruces struggles to grow. We have become very much a retirement community. And mm-hmm. I mean, those, we love our retirees. Thank you. They bring a lot of disposable income into the community. But I would like to see more so that kids, my kids' generation, don't have to leave. Better jobs, higher paying salaries, um, places and things for families to do. I think that's really important. And I think that's where our future needs to look at is how do we make Las Cruces more of a family community, not a retired college town? Yeah. 
um, if we can get personal for a minute and kind of okay. just just go on that. Uh, how, how many kids do you and Joe have? We have one. Okay. He's 21. 21. I'm actually very proud to say he's figuring out construction industries right now. Awesome. And he's like, I think this might be where I want my world to go. And we're like, go for it. Awesome. I'm like, this city lives on construction industries. Yeah. I'm like, it's great. So, And you can build a beautiful life for yourself doing that. So oh, we're really excited. Good. So he's still here in town. He's still here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was I was asking because I've heard of a lot of people that have had their kids had to leave. They've had to leave. They just yeah. Can't. And he has not wanted to. Like mm-hmm. he would like to, but he doesn't really want to. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I'm like, you know, you're not going to be a big music star, child. Sorry. So <laughs> you know, he's looking to see where's my life headed. What am I want to do with it? So he's trying different things, and he's like, I kind of like this. So I'm like, cool. Awesome. Yeah, so we're, we're real excited about that. Great. Yeah, he hates what we do, and I don't blame him. I, he's 21. We've had the business for 22 years, so he grew up listening to yeah. mom and dad speak mortgage, and it's really not exciting conversation. Yeah. So he's just like, no. He's like, I'm not going into mortgage. I'm like, what about real estate? Thought about that. He's like, no, I like being more active. I don't mind swinging a hammer, pulling a wire. I'm like, okay, awesome. let's, let's go try that. Okay. So we need to talk on offline. I'm right? really curious to hear about that. That's awesome. Um, well, what is one random piece of trivia that you know about Las Cruces you think most people probably don't know? Oh, this is a tough question. Random piece of trivia. Oh, okay. We said no tornadoes. I lied. What was the building that was destroyed by a tornado on El Paseo? I have no idea. It, it wasn't actually totally destroyed. It was Las Cruces destroyed. Like a door probably blew open. <laughs> I want to say it was. There, it happened twice. There used to be a Walgreens there in Idaho Crossings. The huh. whole back wall got blown off with the tornado to the liquor department. Oh wow! And then if, several years before that, I want to say it was Gibson's. Huh. So Crazy. there you go. How long ago was that? Either of those. Seventies and eighties. Okay. It was late eighties because I was in high school. When that happened to Walgreens, Gibson, I was a little kid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So a while ago. So overall, still a pretty safe area. It's pretty safe, yeah. yeah. I'm like, you know, dust devil hit me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, what is one of the best pieces of advice that you've ever received? Don't be afraid, afraid to fail. So I live my life and I coach my teams that we will fail and we will fail forward. That's how we learn. It's how we, how we succeed from our failures. We learn from everyone. So if you can fail and you can take a look back and say, had I done this this way, mm-hmm. now I'm going to learn to succeed. And mistakes and failures are part of life. And that's exactly how you get to success. Yeah. Awesome. Love that. Uh, well, who else or what else, what other businesses in Las Cruces do you think that uh, people in Las Cruces should know about that maybe they don't? Oh, gosh, there's so many great businesses in this town. They're just hidden gems. One thing I think the pandemic has taught me is we have some amazing business owners who came forward and stepped up for this community. Yeah. And the citizens of this town, the way they stepped up to support our local businesses absolutely unbelievable so i don't know my whole rule of thumb anymore is when i look around and i need a service whether it be a male hair nails whatever is i'm looking around going are you a franchise okay if you're a franchise are you 
Are you locally owned franchise? If you are, are you helping support our community? Are you giving back? I'm looking every day for those local businesses. So there's just so many to name. Um, there's some great places in Mesilla all over town. But yeah, just think local because that's how we're going to survive. When you look at so many people out of work right now and our economy struggling so much, it all starts with our local business people. Yep. Yep. I was just out at a local restaurant Friday night and, you know, they're all, they're all able to observe the safety precautions we're supposed to be under right now. And, and I think they're doing a better job than some other places are. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's and, – and I pay attention to that. I mean, if I could find – and maybe I've missed it. If you guys know, is there a grocery store that's truly locally owned? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. I'm like – I would I would like to find that. Yeah. Um, Joe and I were just having the conversation. It's like we need to find a local butcher. That's where we're going to start getting our meat because I don't know where this meat's coming from. So yeah. I'm not paranoid crazy, but I really want to support my farmers and my people and everything about my hometown. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know there's a little uh, butcher shop on Solano, just south of. Oh, right there by Spruce. Spruce. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Can't remember the name off the top of my head, but, but I can picture I used to drive it. Drive by there all the time. Yeah, so I'll check that out. Yeah, I've never been in there, but so, there yeah. you go. There's a plug yeah, for, there we go. Pro, plug for that place, whatever <laughs> yeah, the name is. So. Awesome. Uh, we'll have to try and find them and, and get them on the show sometime. Exactly. I'm like, awesome. think local. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, awesome. Jen, how can people get a hold of you, follow you on social? or? So we are on Facebook. I am old and not great at Instagram. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, but we are located, our sales office is at 2480 Roadrunner Parkway, which is right in front of Camino Real Middle School. Um, we're on the web. You can find us at www.precision-mortgage.com. And our phone number is 575-382-2016. And even if you find me by name on social media, I'll answer you. We're here for you. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Jen Baca with Precision Mortgage. Oh, Thank you. Great being here. Thanks, Ben. Thanks. Thanks for joining us today. I hope you got something from today's guest. Join us next week on The Ben Beard Show to get to know another one of your favorite local business owners. 